Weekly feed, comma, the. From the studios of WFPK in Louisville, Kentucky, this is the Weekly Feed. My name is Kyle Meredith. Pleasure to meet you. And I've got a great hour lined up for you with this week's biggest new songs, music news and info, like the latest from Fiona Apple, Janelle Monet, The Killers, Sleigh Bells, Lord, Best Coast, and Grizzly Bear. Plus, a conversation with Miss Grace Potter later in the hour. So we'll get it going with Beck. Makes good on his promise of another one-off single ahead of two new LPs. We've heard the softer side thanks to I Won't Be Long. Now he's back with more of his trademark electronic flair. This is Gimme on the Weekly Feed. I 
RJD2 on the weekly feed. That track, Temperamental, is our latest listen in on More Is Than Isn't, features Fonte Coleman on the vocals, although you wouldn't be the only one who thought that that could have been John Legend. You can catch the uh, new disc on October 8th. Now, think back just a bit on Willie Nelson covering Cold Plays the Scientist, and then to Karen O covering Willie Nelson, or they have in common. Both takes were for the burrito chain Chipotle, and keeping the bar high, they've now called in Fiona Apple, gives a gorgeous take on the Willy Wonka classic, Pure Imagination. Highly recommended that you check out the accompanying video as well. This should be enough enticement. Fiona on the weekly feed. Traveling in a world of my creation What we'll see 
The Weekly, the weekly Feed. feed.
Killers have officially now been a band for 10 years. And to celebrate, just in time for Christmas, they're taking the uh, best of their four studio albums for a best of collection called Direct Hits. That was Shot at the Night, one of two new songs that make the comp and was produced by M83. And this is the weekly feed, and we also had a nice cover from Janelle Monet in there with her take on the Jackson 5's I Want You Back. That one's available as a bonus track on her new one, The Electric Lady. Don't move, because I'll be talking with Grace Potter when we get back, as well as spinning the new sleigh bells. The The Weekly Feed. feed. heard the title track to the upcoming Sleigh Bells disc, Bitter Rivals. Now our second listen. This is You Don't Get Me Twice on the weekly feed.
She's my featured guest this week. That's Grace Potter and the Nocturnals with the Dan Auerbach-produced Never Go Back here on the Weekly Feed. I caught up with Grace backstage at this year's Forecastle Festival, and to prove it, put the whole video up at theweeklyfeed.org. Go ahead and take a listen on a few of the bits we talked about. Weekly, Weekly Feed. It seems like you guys are kind of in that David Bowie thing right now. Yeah. You've changed your sound. You've gone from these rootsy beginnings. Yeah. I mean, how do you go from nothing but the water to never go back you know that's it's it, crazy is there ever a point where you said all right we're not doing that anymore it's not so it's intentional I, I, yeah no i mean i think you're right and that's exactly what we did do but without that thought and I, I don't think we ever put that much thought into it um being a shape-shifting band has always been the case with us when before we were the roots rockers right. we were like a quiet little jazz band playing like nina simone and nora jones and joni mitchell songs in like a bistro you know so before the the roots even came in before the band influence and the Neil Young influence and all that. So every, I would say every two years we go through some kind of a cyclical transformation based on what music we're listening to. So over the last 10 years that we've been a band, I think things have really changed and uh, whether it's intentional or not, it, it's a really rewarding thing to know that our fans will follow us through all these different sort of generations of, of Grace Potter and the Nocturnals. Yeah, you know, as an artist, you kind of have to have that, but there's also the business side of that. You mentioned your fans going through that. Yeah. It, it, you know, is there ever even that worry like, okay, these hardcore fans We're are going to follow us wherever, but it's going to happen. I you mean, know? I, I think you do lose fans. I think we've lost and gained fans over the years based on those changes that we've made, but I think at the heart of it, the, the, the core of our fan base care about us being passionate about what we're doing, and they know that we get bored very easily. Yeah. You can see it on our faces when we're over it. You know, like when we're playing a song we've played a million times and we haven't rearranged it or resorted it, you can kind of tell. We're like, okay, we're just doing this now because we have to. And that that's usually the, the crux of it. That's usually the moment when I'm like, all right, it's time to start over. I'm sure it does take a lot of... Uh, quite a lot to kind of stay in love with the song. It does, but we always reinvent the songs. Yeah, if you right. come see us live, you can tell, like Paris Ooh La La or, or Medicine or Nothing But The Water um, or a lot of the songs from This Is Somewhere, they turn over. Yeah. You know, it, it's just like a seed in the ground, like an annual flower or a right, perennial right. flower, whatever, whichever the one is that grows every year. <laughs> I don't know. You know, they grow slightly different yeah, every yeah, right, year. Right, right. And, they, and even though they're there and they're still beautiful the way they are, I can't believe I'm calling my songs flowers. That is so not. It's a cliche. It's, it's what's going on here. <laughs> but it's like that. Let's put it a tree. You know, it's like a tree that blooms every year. A tree is just a woodier flower. A tree is a wood flower. <laughs> But it, it is hard. It's so hard for an artist. I mean, you, you guys are talking about doing it all the time. It's yeah. so hard for any artist to start writing outside of the box because they find a style. That's a bad thing. How do you get past that? Why because co you guys have always like that. We like to mess with other people. I think that we've had a really great experience working with artists that we admire and love. Um, Dan Auerbach from this last right, record was, right, right. you know, you mentioned Never Go Back. That's a song that we did with him. I co-write all the time. It's just a good exercise. But uh, the thing is, is that writing songs with the band is my way of kind of coming back to center because every time I'm, I'm stuck on a song or I don't really know what to do next, um, the guys have, everyone has different influences in the band. Everybody goes to their bunk and they listen to whatever music is inspiring them. So when we try to write a song together, it always pulls me out of my own formulaic mindset, you know? Um, so it's usually like 50-50, I'll write, I'll write songs and then we'll write songs together. And then at the end of the day, maybe we'll work with a producer who also co-writes with us. Weekly feed. Grace Potter backstage at Forecastle 2013. There's plenty more of that interview and in video too. One more from the recent Nocturnals disc. This is The Lion, The Beast, The Beat on the Weekly Feet.
Wait till you're announced We've not yet lost all our graces The hounds will stay in chains Look upon your greatness as you'll send the call out 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 Send This is Bob from Best Coast, and you're listening to The Weekly Feed with Kyle Meredith.
West Coast, currently recording their next record, due out in 2014. But in the meantime, they're giving us a mini-album called Fade Away that was I Don't Know How on the weekly feed. And Lord before that with Team, another from Pure Heroin. Now that uh, her first single, Royals, topped the radio charts, a lot of high expectations to see if this follow-up can do the same. It's good stuff. Music news next. And I've got Caitlin Rose covering the national for Reels. Reels. The Weekly Feed. Trying not to crack up The bone and drag was still on 
I wasn't kidding. That was Caitlin Rose covering the Nationals' Pink Rabbits here on the weekly feed, completely making it her own, too. All right, time for music news. Music news, music news, music news! Music news! Let's start with uh, the Eagles, which is not something I usually like to do, but uh, so check this out. There's a, there's a lady in South Carolina. Let's... Let's not be hasty. <laughs> I've seen her mugshot. I don't know about lady. She's 54. Her roommate is 64 and her ex-boyfriend, her ex-boyfriend who's a live-in guy. And apparently he's listening to the Eagles with his brother. And she says, you got to turn the Eagles off. And he doesn't. So she stabs him. She stabbed him for listening to the Eagles. That's called the dude's revenge. That is the dude's revenge. Yes. I just don't understand what's wrong with this situation. <laughs> I mean, I understand what's wrong with her living situation. I mean, I don't understand what's wrong with that. It's going to get you arrested, but it might be worth it. Yeah. I mean, to, to stab someone over, that's, I mean, you can hate the Eagles. That's 54 years of hating the Eagles. Yeah. Or just looking for an excuse to stab your boyfriend, and the Eagles was what tipped it off. Well, now it's probably three to five for hating the Eagles. <laughs> Music news. So Always. Morrissey said, uh, Sean, you can set this up, because he, he, he's written his book. Yeah. His he, memoir. He, he wrote a 600-page autobiography. Tome. Okay. By the way, titled Autobiography. Uh-huh. Mm. Morrissey's got a few things to say about himself. So here's the thing, though. It was supposed to come out in the UK this week, mm-hmm. but it didn't. But it didn't. At the last second, was pulled. Because I'm just guessing because they have real strict libel laws, y'all. So who did he talk? <laughs> who did he talk about? And what did he say? It's 2013, and Morrissey, his favorite game to play this year is, "Hey, let's cancel everything. Ah. Let's let's do it, but let's cancel everything." Yeah. But so what I heard was that for a second, no one at Penguin admitted to even knowing that there was a book to begin there with. There was a minute where that happened, where people Which is awesome. were denying any <laughs> any association with that, pretending like the book never even happened. It was supposed to come out three days yeah. after yeah. he canceled it. He canceled it, which means they had printed up all of the books. Where's the warehouse? Well, it only he, took two days to upon. fix. Yeah, it took two days to fix. So now it's coming out again. Yeah, apparently at some point. Apparently. I wonder they're, if he's They're see. determined. Penguin says we are determined to get this book out in the next few weeks. Music, Music news. news. So Mumford & Sons, the band, decide to go to a strip joint in Atlanta. Whether or not the church-going Marcus brought his wife, Carrie Mulligan, along, uh, I do not know. Gotcha. Well, there's a karaoke bar in it, and they decide they're going to get up and sing. So the other guys thought, oh, let's take pictures of them singing, but they're taking pictures in a strip joint. You know, I hate it when bands try to make their own little viral video moment here. That's exactly what they were doing. They are like, oh, everyone loved Lenny Kravitz for getting up and singing with that street club. What if Mumford & Sons is karaokeing in a strip club? Yeah, well, yeah. the bouncer come over and said, you can't do that. Marcus, maybe he was drunk, I don't know. First, Maybe. starts unbuttoning his vest because he is a country gentleman of the road. Rolls up Rolls his sleeves. Rolls up his sleeves. Affixes them with a sleeve garter. Sure. I think that is the important thing yes. to remember. And then offers fisticuffs mm. to the bouncer. He is a gentleman. I yes. mean, he did not offer a pistol duel at dawn. But in Atlanta, perhaps you can do that. It, <laughs> well, is, anyway, still the, it is still the Old South. Anyway, the bouncer just picked him up and threw him out. Yeah, <laughs> so that's come not... on. A weekly feed. Twin Shadow nabbed a pretty huge placement when he got called up for a track on the new Grand Theft Auto V. Here's what you'll be listening to while you're wreaking havoc. This is Old Love, New Love on the weekly feed. What am I supposed to say? An old love called me yesterday mm-hmm. 
Oh. 
Grizzly Bear wrapping up their 2013 by releasing an expanded edition of last year's Shields. Of the extra cuts, you'll get a bunch of the demo versions, as well as a few that didn't make the record, like that one, Will Calls, here on the weekly feed. Which is also how we'll wrap up this episode. Lots more happening at theweeklyfeed.org, like uh, more episodes, music news, and interviews. Our video feed plays weekly on Salon.com, this week featuring Grace Potter. The Weekly Feed is distributed by Louisville Public Media and WFPK Radio Louisville. Stacy Owen is the executive director. Brad Yost edits. Chris Witzke directs films and edits our video feed. Aaron Keane, Sean Cannon, Mark Murdoch, and Jared Schubert make up the music news team. Charles Spivey, actually he's the bouncer that Marcus Mumford tried to punch in the Atlanta Strip Club. True, not true. And we get extra assistance from WFPK's Laura Shine and Joe Durso. I'm your host, and you can find me at Twitter and Facebook slash Kyle Meredith. We'll see you same time next week when we'll be joined by the Ava Brothers. Till then, be good.